Lotus FM News with Navita Gajraj. 8 o'clock, good morning. The KwaZulu-Natal government and Itikwini municipality has condemned attacks and retaliation on foreign nationals in the Durban CBD yesterday. The violence spread from the townships around Durban to the city centre, where foreign nationals armed and defended themselves against the attacks. Dumisani Shange reports that the city centre resembled a war zone during the clash between foreigners and the locals. It's senseless and it's ugly. Africans versus Africans. Yesterday, the Durban city center was not safe at all as locals moved from street to street, attacking foreign-owned shops and looting. Big chain stores had to close doors. Here, locals clashed with foreign nationals who decided to defend themselves and retaliate. As the violence continued to claim lives, more bloodshed and misery, Police are not winning the battle. Authorities just say the mayhem must stop now. Meanwhile, humanitarian aid organization The Gift of the Givers say they are working hard to assist displaced foreign nationals in and around Durban. The organization is assisting to move foreign nationals to safety after a tense day of standoffs between police and the local and foreign nationals. The families will join up to 7,000 people made up of almost 10 different nations living in tents provided by the KwaZulu-Natal government for those displaced by violence in the province. The government has confirmed that six people, including a teenager, have been killed since the latest attacks in Guazidu Natal. Gift of the Givers spokesperson Rajak Hashi says their priority is to ensure the security of the displaced people and has appealed for individuals to help with donations of necessities. There were foreign nations that we, we, they were have been attacked in the CBD and we were trying to help them. There's no other place even you cannot ask. You cannot put in a place that within the CBD it was for the security issue. So the place only where we see that there was a security and that there's a guard outside it was IDP's area where the municipality has been uh, has created it for them. The United Front is likely to be a force in next year's local government elections. That's according to NUMSA General Secretary Evan Jim, who was briefing the media in Johannesburg. And Jim says the United Front, an umbrella organization of leftist organizations, will formally launch in June to challenge what he says is a neoliberal agenda by the ANC-led government. However, a final decision on formally forming a political party is yet to be made. There's nothing that stopped the United Front, as we said so in PE to contest local government elections in, in 2016 because you don't need to be a political party to have working class leaders in particular words that together with the working class and the United Front and NUMSA and all other organizations we can say in this word we want this councillor because we know that he's not after tenders, he's an individual who is loyal to the cause of the revolution. Further field, the Cuban government has welcomed a decision by American President Barack Obama to remove it from a U.S. list of countries considered to be sponsors of terrorism after more than three decades. The foreign ministry in Havana described the decision as a fair one, but it was denounced by the Florida senator and Republican presidential hopeful Marco Rubio. The BBC's John Supel with the details. Senator Rubio, whose parents were Cuban immigrants, released a video message last night decrying the decision. He said Cuba 
Cuba should have remained on the list and said the president's announcement sent a chilling message to enemies abroad. Perhaps more striking is how little opposition there's been to it in Washington. It's unlikely, therefore, that Congress will seek to block the move. The U.S. Embassy in Havana and the Cuban Embassy in Washington will soon be able to reopen for the first time in over half a century. But the full lifting of economic sanctions against Cuba is a decision for Congress, and that's still likely to be a long way off. And wrapping up, Higher Education Minister Blaine Zimondo has admitted that the merger of some institutions of higher learning has been a big mistake. He was referring to the merger of the Medical University of Southern Africa, Medunsa, with the University of the North to form Limpopo University. Government has now detached a health and science division from the University of Limpopo to create the Sifako Mahato University. Zimondo says the merger was not well thought through. We wish to admit this merger was very unsuccessful. In in fact, aspects of it have cost us dearly. As government, we are admitting to that. For example, we no longer have veterinary sciences at this university. That's serious, because the only university now with veterinary sciences is the University of Pretoria. And we need more, especially for agricultural purposes, you know. Topping the news at eight, the KwaZulu-Natal government and Itikrini municipality has condemned attacks and retaliation on foreign nationals in the Durban CBD yesterday. For Lotus FM News, I'm Navita Gajraj. I'll have an update in an hour.